Welcome to another kind of funny live reaction, this time to WandaVision episode six. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by Nick Scarpino. Hello. Greg Miller. Hey. Andy Cortez. Hi. And Kevin Coelho. How you guys doing? Let's all say it at the same time. <laughs> at once. Three, Wonderful. Two, one. Wonderful. Oh, wonderful. good. Great. Wonderful. Great. It's good. It's I'm great. great. I'm good at puns. There you go. There you go. Thanks to all of your support and uh, your interest. We are also going to be putting these up as a podcast on the old screencast feed. So go check that out. With that comes ads. Greg put up uh, explanation video over on twitter.com slash kind of funny vids. Go check it out. He's wearing the, the same jersey he's wearing in this. Everything will be explained there. I wear this now. It's good. It's really good. It's really good. But Greg, let's start with you. What do you think yeah. about this week's WandaVision? Come the fuck on. Like, I feel like a broken record, not only on this show, but on Twitter. Every time it ends, and there's just that, like, God damn, are we so fucking lucky to be alive right now and watching this show? And just to see it continue to, and I, I'll, you know, I think, I don't know if I, uh, we didn't have a long conversation on these shows about this leading to it of, like, oh, man, episodic versus just dumping the whole season. But I know in the past, I've always been very pro dumping the entire season. I think this is such a masterstroke of not doing it, and it is that, like, delayed gratification where i want to know what happens next but i also love having this conversation i love that we're all on the same page about it i love all the theories and things going around about it like i'm glad that we're not just getting to plow through them especially it's you know such a nice light at the end of the tunnel every thursday when i'm like oh fuck tomorrow right and it's like going to bed on christmas eve you're like oh man i hope i get to bed quicker so i can wake up sooner hell yeah andy um i enjoyed it i didn't love it i feel like i'm getting kind of worried that as we start to peel back more and see exactly what's happening, uh, that it I'm not going to feel satisfied with what's happening. Towards the end of the episode, when the wall starts expanding, I'm just kind of like, I I see what they're going for, but I don't I don't think I'm loving the direction of it. What? But I still liked it. But I still didn't love it. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's kind of iffy on it. Kev. I really liked it, but I kind of get where Andy's coming from, where there's a little bit of like, I don't know if this is the right move. I get that, like, they had, with the amount of episodes we have left and how much story there is to tell, it, I, I feel like they needed to do kind of a reset to get us back in the bubble and have everyone in there. Because, like, we're getting to the point where, uh, what, Darcy and uh, Jimmy are breaking off to, like, fight fucking people and start making things happen. So now that they're in the bubble again, we're going to, I think, get a solid episode where things are going to be, you know, just bubble stuff. So that, I, I, I have hope. I have hope with, like, how exciting everything has been. And um, for the most part, thought the episode was really cool. A little bit like I wanted more. But also Wait. Malcolm in the Middle intro, come on. <laughs> Yeah, awesome. yeah, that was pretty special. I mean, this this episode, I, yeah, I'm always a sucker for the Halloween episode, FYI, and I love that this is the Halloween episode, and they knocked out the, like the costumes really? and everything. I didn't know that just, about you. Oh, I love it, dude. That's I, lo cool. I love this. Like, it, it's so funny because in the household, Dee does not like um, seasonal episodes. Actually, I'm sorry, I took that back. She likes seasonal episodes. She will not watch an episode of something if it's not the season it was intended mm. to be in. Oh. So if it's a Christmas episode, she's like, and it's like we're watching it in February. She's like, no, I won't do that. Save it. I yeah. would watch a show that's only Halloween episodes. Yeah. Uh, if, that, if that was the show, that's why I'm so drawn to things like X Files stuff like that. Anyway, um, I, I like this. I mean, I think the 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 actor they brought in that's Quicksilver brings so such a good. fun energy to this. Um, 
and is such a nice like wall breaking character to have in it. I really like this episode. I'm I'm cooling a little bit on the stuff that's happening outside the hex because I just feel like that team like we feel like there's there's a lot of like weird antagonistic energy happening over there, and I kind of feel like the writers I can I can feel the writers behind that going like we have to have some conflict out there. But to me, I don't I don't need that. I wish they were just you know a solidified group because the the insurmountable thing that's happening in the hex I think is way more interesting to me. Um, but I think the the Paul Bettany Paul Bettany's performance in this one and and the Vision character in general literally being like literally and figuratively being torn apart as he's trying to get mm, out of the hex mm. was so rad. And I'm just like I I disagree with Greg 100. percent I want the next fucking episode right now. Give it to me. Stop screwing with me, Disney. No, too bad, I would marathon Nick. this whole no. thing in a day. No. <laughs> no. I, I mean, I would marathon the whole thing in a day, but that would be the other thing where I don't think we would appreciate it as much. It would be a blur, right? Right. And, and, and we wouldn't have these discussions because you wouldn't be on these cliffhangers. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, no, I'm, 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 it, I know. I'm done immediately it with it. We would have stopped talking about it two months ago. You know yeah, I mean? exactly. And I think like that, you know, to, you know, Andy and Kevin being a bit more lukewarm on the episode and maybe not even that much, but, you know, not enjoying it as much yeah. as others. Like, I'm so all about it right now of like who where Monica is going to go meet a guy on the hill. Who is she going to go meet? Uh, you know, the, the Quicksilver was asking a lot of specific questions that made it seem like he was an operative. If he's uh, who would have sent him in there, whatever. Could it be the X-Men? Is Are we building that Avengers versus X-Men? Probably not. But it'd be awesome if we were, right? Like, there's just so much fucking cool shit happening in there. And then have Vision floating around, being the Vision, like, trying to actually do superhero stuff of figuring out what's going on, going through and breaking down and getting sucked back in. I think, you know, with Darcy on the inside of the bubble now, that'll be the big thing, that Vision busts her out, and then she starts talking, and they start working from the inside out to unravel it. Tim. Yeah, man. Uh, going into this one, I thought I was going to be more where Andy's at, but they, they once again, they totally mm -hmm. got me, man. Because I, I was like thinking about the structure of the show, the, all the theories, all the stuff. I'm deep into that stuff, obviously. I always am with this, you know? And uh, I was looking at it. I'm like, this episode has to be the slowest of the series because after coming, every single week's just been building, building, building. What are they possibly going to do? How are they going to end this where I can't wait for next week? And it expanding is exactly that. But it's not just that for me because throughout this episode there was so much given to us to that changes theories that people had going into it that kind of confirmed some things deconfirm others and i loved that the kids got powers mm -hmm. i love all the the meta like references to like comic characters i love the comic accurate costumes obviously yeah, uh, in the halloween so even good. for the the kids speed and wiccan uh, but the there's like subtle little things too the name nightmare the word nightmare got dropped multiple times in this episode and there's a character nightmare that is very important to Wanda and Vision storylines. Isn't he supposedly um, the bad guy in the newest uh, Doctor Strange movie? Like, that was the rumor, right? That's the thing. So yeah. it's like them actually mm. saying it in the episode. I'm like, okay, mm. we're like, we are starting to get to the end game of what the show is. And, you know, th at this point, there's not much left. We know we're going to get some flashback scenes with Mind Zone stuff and them in, in uh, Strucker's, like, little you know, holding cell or whatever. I didn't but know like, that. That's cool. We also got a kick-ass well, reference. Trailers. We saw <laughs> I've, the trailers. I've been blacking yeah. out on those. Kick-ass. Um, but, yeah, we got a, we got a great kick-ass reference, which for those that don't know, both Aaron Taylor jo Johnson and uh, Evan Peters were both in kick-ass. So God, him saying kick-ass awesome. is fun. What's really fun is in kick-ass 2, uh, Evan Peters becomes a character named Ass Kicker. Uh, so it's just like wait, where God, was the kick-ass reference? I don't even I didn't even catch. Someone it. says kick-ass in it. Someone's like Wanda. Hey, Quicksilver. Yeah, Quicksilver and then each other. Yeah. Okay, not everybody at once. What does he say? He they just say that's kick-ass, or they everybody talk about kick-ass. 
<laughs> they just they basically say that's that's kick ass. Yeah, they they, oh, they don't actually okay. say, "Hey, remember that movie Kick Ass I was in?" Okay. Not, it's not a direct but reference. There is there's a moment afterwards where I think Wanda or maybe Peter is like, "Kick ass." It was very ham fisted. It yeah, was not very like very ham fisted. It's it's stupid that you missed gotcha. it. Honestly, it's on purpose. I want to. You know I what? A lot of people say that I'm a moron and that I should die, and I'm glad to see you're on that <laughs> side, Kevin. I said it multiple times. <laughs> no, 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 the, the bigger cardinal sin is that they made no reference to Nick Cage in this episode at all, and for that, I give this zero stars out of five. Damn, unfortunately. Damn. How the I will say, yeah. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by me undies. I love me undies. I've been talking about them forever and for good reason. They are some of the softest undies. They are the softest undies I have ever worn. And on top of that, they are uh, most of my favorite apparel in general. I am wearing the socks, lounge pants, undies, and shirts always. I'm Tim Geddes. It's what I do. I like being soft and I like having soft things on my body. And me undies helps me do that every single day of my life. And with a whole bunch of fun prints right now, I got some dinosaurs. Who doesn't want some T-Rex down there? I know I do, and I do that, and it's great. Um, there's fun prints you can get, whether it's licensed stuff like Star Wars or just crazy things like like pizza. It could be there. Or if you're not the, the bold, adventurous type, you can just get classic colors. There's black. There's white. There's blue. There's, there's all the colors. You can go to Miani's and check out all the different things. There's definitely a design that speaks to you. I absolutely love them, and you will love them too. And if, if you don't, guess what? There is uh, a, an entire problem for free philosophy where if you're not satisfied with any product for any reason they'll refund or exchange it no caveats no questions to get 15 percent off your first order and free shipping go to meundies.com slash morning that's meundies.com slash morning to get 15 percent off your first order and free shipping next up Shout out to Keeps. Two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time they're 35. More than 50 million men in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness. There are only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss, and Keeps offers both. Uh, Nick and Andy have been going through these issues for a long time, and they decided to do something about it and not to be a part of these statistics. Uh, Keeps offers a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. Convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months. You don't have to leave your house it's low cost treatment started just ten dollars a month and keeps offers generic versions discreet packaging and proven results uh prevention is key treatments can start four to six months to, or can take four to six months to see results so act fast if you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss go to keeps.com slash morning to receive your first month of treatment for free that's k-e-e-p-s dot com slash morning to get your first month free k-e-e-p-s dot com slash morning keeps dot com slash morning uh, i will say uh, i'm with nick in that the outside stuff is starting to wear a bit thin but it seems to be over because now it's yeah. uh enveloped in the thing which is cool but there's a whole lot of hacking and it's like you always can tell it's like they don't really know what they need lot characters of to do when people just start i gotta get through his, his, this firewall is taking me a lot of time go huh yeah it's like all right cool whatever but everything else super in super loving it i love at this point like just call it dark is like not even enough like what's going on in vision's head is fucked up and uh the agnes stuff too it's like That's what's going up. on that, man? Like, yeah that... i love that we're this far and it's i'm not asking questions like what the fuck i'm mad that i don't know things i'm asking que new questions that uh, other questions i've had before have answered to get us to this point and like to me that's how this type of show should be rolling out and i'm loving it i thought right, um I, th I thought towards the end um once quicksilver started kind of having more of the heart to heart with wanda it kind of worried me because i was i was hoping that they were going to drop 
the X-Men reference and not necessarily say the X-Men word or mention any of the X-Men, but I was hoping that when he kind of explains where he was and the last things he remembers, mm. I was hoping that it was going to be, I, my, my leg was broken, I think. I got shot, though. Like, I was hoping there was going to be more confliction to sort of hint towards the X-Men future, but it was it was very, very just Pietro from Age of Ultron, Tim Geddes. Go ahead. Correct me if I'm wrong, because I hated the movie, and I don't remember <laughs> it. But when's the last time we saw Evan Peters' Quicksilver? Because from what I remember, it was him getting shot. I don't. He didn't die. He was in Age of Apocalypse, wasn't he? Yeah, wasn't he in Age of Apocalypse? Oh, you know what? I guess all I. I guess the last I remember him was him getting his leg broken by Apocalypse by Oscar Isaac. Yeah, but yeah, he was in Dark Phoenix, and he got sidelined. He did. And I. I, I, Oh, when when, when, in the White House, in the White House, or in. It, there's a big like fight or explosion out there, and he's Space. having to save everybody out on no, the that's out of the lawn. Is that apocalypse? That's Fuck. apocalypse, and that, it's the they're both mansion. so great movies. How can I forget? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, need, I, need, I, need, I thought the space one was in yeah. space. Isn't that how the Phoenix? Yeah, gets it's her? Phoenix. He, I'm, I'm he watching the scene right now. He's in space. <laughs> I have fucking no recollection of that. Jesus Those God. movies are literally. They, I just blacked them out. I'm gone. I'm looking through. This there's there's 232 photos on IMDb for this movie for some fucking reason, and they're just poorly. They're just screenshots of the movie, and I can't see Evan Peters in any of these. Talking about mutants, though, like one thing is like oh, there's obviously here. the theory of the reverse House of M thing of you know the show eventually really ending cool. in her not saying no more mutants, but her saying mutants or some shit like that. And I don't know how much I believe in that. I think a good percent, but the hex expanding definitely makes it think like, oh shit, this could be causing mutants in some way, shape, or form. Especially with Monica. them talking about all the uh, you know like the X-rays, the radiations, yeah. and cells and shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, that could be pretty interesting. You're it, right. That that is really exciting, and I I do want to kind of, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Let's rewind. Let's rewind. Okay, everybody. No. I. That's I was kind of, I mean, I'm right there with Nick when it comes to the drama outside of the hex. And episode oh. for me is more of a, I didn't love what happened here, but I hope it takes us to something even cooler, which is everybody being in the hex. And I think that's a much more interesting idea than whatever was happening outside of that. I'm glad they immediately kind of got to it or found a way to alleviate it because you could tell that they were sort of stretching as much drama as they could out of outside of the hex and homeboy, the head of uh, a sword or whatever. I'm just like, I just don't care about him as a villain really. Yeah. And it's, I'm it's, more it's, interested. Yeah. I'm more interested that he's out of the, out of the hex now. I'm sure he's still going to be doing shit, right? It's not like he's out of the episode, but I'm glad that everybody else is in to kind of add a little bit more uh, conflict. Yeah, I, I do want to give a shout out to Kat Dennings, though, because when, oh, when, that, when the hex up. engulfs her, she's like, ha, oh, fudge. Tim Geddes, some kind so, of fun. theory theorizing right here, guys. Do you think that the sword leader guy is a is the bad guy? There's some shit going on or is that a red herring that they're just building him up to be this asshole? 
I think, I think he's just a poorly written character, and he's they just needed to have an antagonist for written. the protagonist, for Monica and Randall I, Park. I, no, I think it's set up. I I I would like it, him not to be the big the bad guy, Same. like you know what I mean. And when they started dialing to the firewalls and finding stuff, but not finding like the horrible stuff, I like that. And you know, I liked the conver- I like the idea of the conversation him and Monica had today, not the execution so much and i don't maybe think it was as thought out and it needed to but i did like that idea of like you people who've been gone you know you you still have the gift of optimism we've been here in the shit like we don't have that and i was like oh i like that i don't think it washes away the awkwardness that we've had between them or in in his motivations and why he's such a stonewall dick but i did like that idea of it um, and I, I'm in agreement with you. And I think the, the problem is, right, the, the, I'm comparing that guy immediately to the other big leader that we've seen in one of these organizations is Nick Fury. And just like every time that there would be a, a, a point of contention between Nick Fury and one of the Avengers, you could you definitely I think it was better written and you could see both sides of it. Right. You could see where Nick Fury was coming from. You could understand and you felt that Samuel L. Jackson, both because we'd seen him in all those movies and also just because I think the character was a lot more well-rounded, you feel like he's got the experience that when he tells Iron Man, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, you believe him. Whereas this guy, I'm like, I don't, I, this guy, I don't, I don't care about this character. Just get him out of here. Let's go back to our little core squad so they can solve this problem. I liked what he was earlier, which was Robert Redford in Civil War. Or Soldier. Or yeah. Yeah. Soldier, yeah. I, I like, you know... I think Robert Redford's character was perfect in that. And, you know, it was that sort of red herring or not red herring character. It was the opposite of that. But yeah, um, where you assume he's just the bad guy, but it turns out he's really, really, really bad. Like he's not just this antagonist. <laughs> to kind of he's not just a you. bad guy. This dude's like Hydro, right? Yeah. And I sincerely hope that this dude is not going to be the big bad and pulling the strings and shit. Cause I just don't think he's super compelling anyway. What? Well- I, I really hope that this guy's not the big bad. I hope that this is all set up because, like, we know Secret Wars is coming eventually, and for them to, like, plant the seeds of that would be really cool, especially in a new organization. Like, for it to be the head of, of the new, like, an, uh, an organization, I think would be really cool. I don't think they need to hint. All I, all I want is for him to kind of be an asshole and they're, like, it to kind of end with, like, oh, he was, like, doing research on some weird shit and keeping it on some weird file or something. And then later, for them to, you know, three or four shows from now, it to be revealed, like, oh, he's this guy. You know? Got it, got it. Yeah. What are, we only have a couple episodes left. What are you guys hoping that we see? Greg? Uh, I want to see Quicksilver realize he's an X-Man. Andy? Thousand percent. I want I want him to at least mention it or you know, have a flashback of some sort, not like a that's so Raven type thing, but enough to where we as the audience goes, oh, oh, this is even more exciting because it's already exciting. The fact that we have Quicksilver from the X-Men movies here, uh, but just kind of a hint that shows that Feige's going, hey, Andy, I got you, bro. I got okay. you. Bro. I want to see Wanda's family slowly dissolving in front of her. As she like Damn, freaks out Kevin. and tries her hardest to keep them this. there, and she can't. And like her yeah, to just fucking <laughs> hex explosion out of there, and then it just cuts to black, and that's how it ends. Giant hex explosion. We don't know what oh, the consequences wow. are. Like the Sopranos, but, and, Kevin. And then we get a conversation of Xavier, just a no, VO from New Xavier. 
New Xavier. Mutants! They're everywhere. Don't worry, I'm not stitched. I'm not stitched Shaggy. I'm Charles Xavier. Call a spade a spade to stitch a stitch. I want to see... This will never happen. I want to see at the very end. I want to see Michael Fassbender float his ass oh. in and be like, "Wanda, I'm your father," and then it just ends. It's yeah. just, no. I want. I, I want super hot uh, Michael Fassbender, extremely ripped, to float down and be like, "Wanda, I'm 78 years old." <laughs> the power of magnetism compels me. <laughs> I look like Ian McKellen in five years, but right now I look like this. <laughs> it's so a good point, weird. Andy. You're making good points. But you know what? We're in the hex world right now. Anything can You're right. happen. You're right. Anything so I, goes. I, anything goes. I got I got three things that, that I want to see happen in the next couple episodes. One, I definitely want to see Evan Peters Quicksilver be confirmed to be the X-Men Quicksilver mm -hmm. and not mm -hmm. be some other stuff. I hope he's not J. Jonah Jameson in Spider-Man Far From Home type stuff where That's it looks what I'm like scared him, of. but it's different. That's and exactly I really what I'm don't want to. him to be Nightmare or him to be another character. I want him to be fucking Quicksilver. Um, the other thing I want is a proper Quicksilver scene. When he started running around getting the candy in this one, I yeah. was like, okay, this is great. You want the tunes? This is the first time in this whole show Fox. that I was like, your budget's showing because you know what you actually wanted to do here. But then I stopped myself and I'm like, we do have a couple episodes left. And if you're going to do that, that does sound like a season finale or penultimate episode type. Big, put on the headphones, have a fucking scene with some music playing. Be awesome. Hell yeah. Nick, what's up? My, my, my only contradiction to that is that I think they nailed it only because it felt like an effect you would see in a 90s sitcom. When they, if they oh, had no, to do that, that effect. Worked in this yeah, 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 yeah. So totally. I don't know if they're going to, but, but then because what I love is that you see that and you're like, oh, that's weird, kind of cringy, but kind of fun. And then you see Vision floating and you're like, that looks like it's straight out of a fucking X, or, uh, Avengers movie, which is totally. dope. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, yeah, C, yeah. the CG there and the CG of Vision breaking down, that's where the budget was. That was, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They were Those like, are, we got a million dollars, where do we go? Uh, put 90% of it towards that because that's yeah. horrifying. That's a awesome. good call. That's a good call. So, yeah. so I, I do also, I do also just want to shout out um, because I know like sometimes the comments be like i can't believe they didn't mention this obviously we mentioned it once but the malcolm in the middle intro great like just so good the song's fantastic and the way all the scenes were shot to sort of mimic that style with the intro the can't the the camera kind of like pan the zooms Fourth in or whatever it moves too. into the shot so great and then the uh just the eeriness of don't go past ellis street and then obviously mm. we see the wall and that's where he goes but that whole area of the neighborhood still. that whole area of the neighborhood that does not have the love and care that wanda put into everything else and then also just like all the kids everywhere i'm so glad evan peters called it out it was <laughs> such a great moment because we're all thinking the same thing we're like damn she really kind of went overboard with the overcorrection here right to kind of make vision not realize how wild this is there aren't any kids oh yeah i didn't pick and up on that that's right just an insane overcorrection where kids are everywhere <laughs> this fucking episode and then yeah that that dead area outside uh getting towards the edge of the hex was really creepy uh really off-putting and just bizarre and but also vision like come on use your use your little robot brain a little bit he's walking he's like he's trying man are, are these your children and it's like Vision, everybody's standing around not doing anything. Like, does this not seem like he's, he's <laughs> under is the this hex as well? He's under the hex as well. I think it was wild that we saw her expand the hex. So it's like, oh, yeah. she's cool. fully in control. It seems like she's fully in control. Like, someone might be amplifying her powers. I'm very, very excited. This show's fucking great. Greg, you're right. Yeah. 
You know what? I like this show. You're right, Kevin. You're, <laughs> you're, you're right. right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> right. Not Kevin. Uh, me. Before we go, there's uh, two Kevin's things. I want. The, the last thing that I, I want from the show is uh, I expect Doctor Strange. I want another oh. surprise character. Like, I, I want to see. Ah, really cool. Even if it's a tease, even if we don't actually see him, we just hear him. I want some type of tease at either uh, Professor X or Magneto or Reed Richards that they've been setting up weirdly in the show, talking about all the astronaut stuff and missing astronauts and, and all that. Could be really cool. Um, and, you know, they have ties to sort. So, what we'll did, see how that what goes. did Greg call Benedict Cumberbatch? Was it Benjamin? Yeah. Cumberbatch. I, mean, probably ben, I said Benedict I think- Cumberbatch. I think the joke, I think the funniest thing was that, like, yeah, everybody messes up Cumberbatch. Nobody messes up Benjamin. <laughs> this is <laughs> or, from, like, three Benedict. shows ago, Andy. Benedict. Just let it go. All right? We're good. out here. We're vibing. We're having a show. We're talking. It's a good episode. It's jazz. I want to leave you guys with this. Imagine if the show ends. I don't want this, but imagine if the show ends and it goes out one step further and all the outside the heck stuff is a 2020 sitcom. Whoa. Cut the feed.